Welcome to another episode of the SRUC podcast. My name is Lorna Pate and I'm a research associate at the Rural Policy Centre at SRUC. In this episode, I'm joined by Stuart Martin, who is the programme director of the recently launched Digital Dairy Chain, which is a £21 million project led by SRUC from our Barony campus near Dumfries. Stuart joined SRUC this January from NFU Scotland, where he was the dairy policy manager. Today, he's going to share with us the plans for the project and how this will impact on dairy farming in Scotland and the wider policy agenda. So let's get started. Hello, Stuart. Welcome to the podcast. Perhaps we could begin with a summary of what the digital dairy chain is and what it aims to do. Thanks, Lauren, and thanks for giving me the opportunity to come along. I think the first thing is one of the, the issues we've had with the dairy chain is there's been lots of sort of narrative voids around it and people are filling these voids in and everybody thinks it's something a bit different um, and and I think that the first key thing is it, it is the digital dairy chain that's how we're referring to the project our elevator pitch you always get told to if you can't describe yourself very succinctly then you've got problems but how we see it so we are essentially going to be transforming the dairy supply chain with innovation collaboration and growth and if you you know take a second to understand that definition then then hopefully and as we discuss it will cascade down it'll become clear what we're doing i think one of the key things though is just to maybe take a step back and and put a bit of clarity on where that this idea came from where this this the grant funding came from because again it's not until you do that that people suddenly go ah now we understand what this project is all about so essentially, this was um, uh, this, this project's funded through the, the UK Research and Innovation Grant. Now, UKRI, as it's abbreviated, is a, a non-departmental public body sponsored by the Department of Business for Energy and Industry Strategy. And they invest in close collaborative work with others to build thriving, inclusive research and innovation systems. And they do this by focusing on productivity and prosperity and they also they try to approach it with a sort of leveling up the 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 work with regions that are maybe um, sort of economic activity is slightly stagnant, and that's how they 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 really want to put their money out that way. I think as well the the other really interesting point is, and you know, and this maybe is our first very gentle touch on you know government what governments are thinking and the way governments are moving. I think it was now roughly about five weeks ago, you know, the Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, made a fantastic speech where he outlined the importance of enterprise, education, employment. And he also talked about everywhere. And this comes back to this point about the levelling up and moving investment around the UK. And But he also thumped in this whole point about uh, the, the, the magical golden thread running through successful businesses is is innovation. And that's where the government want to, to come from. And they want to, I think, to, to stimulate and invest in as much as innovation as possible. I think then as well, you marry that up with the employment. I think it was only two weeks ago of, of Michelle Donnellan at UK level, who was appointed as Secretary of State for Science, Innovation and Technology. And I think that was a completely brand new role. And these two things are, you know, fairly innocent and maybe sort of, you know, making tenuous links but when when you get that basic theory and foundation and you see where our grant fundings come from then then it's very clear what this project's built on so i think on that point um just for absolute clarity as you say this is a, a five-year project 
using UKRI money of £21 million, and it is to transform the dairy sector in the region and uplift rural economy um, via grant funding and other sustainable solutions. We've been on your website and um, we were looking at the project and the geography is a bit confusing. Can you explain to us what areas the project covers? I think geography is is a really key point um, worth mentioning and um, because we've sort of maybe tripped ourselves up a bit on that. Um, first of all, this project um, is rolled out across southwest Scotland and Cumbria. Now, we'll come to Cumbria a bit first because that's very easy because Cumbria is on a map and it's called Cumbria and you can draw a line around it. And, and there we go. And it's very clearly defined by postcodes. Southwest Scotland, in my head, is somebody that's been in the dairy sector for 20 years, is anything between Stranraer and Dumfries and in between. But that's not the case in this project. I think that's because if you're sitting in the middle of London and you look at a map, Southwest Scotland is a bigger chunk. And, and that's exactly what this project does. If you can imagine sort of Glasgow a little bit into the right, and then a straight line down, we are the bottom left-hand corner of southwest Scotland. So we're trying to describe it as south and west Scotland. But again, for clarity, it will involve Dufferin and Galloway, um, Ayrshire, parts of Renfrewshire, and and there's actually a couple of regions of Lanarkshire as well. And if people are looking for clarity on that, the visitor website, there's going to be a map there with, with postcodes. And the general theory behind that is then, people involved in the project in that geographical area can have a direct input. Why that area? Because a large chunk of dairy farmers in that area and a lot of the supply chain of the dairy sector is in that, that area as well. Um, what I would say, though, is if somebody's out with the area, um, what we ask is um, one of the, sort of the mantras we chant is if anybody has an interest outside the area, specifically in the project, and it can have a direct result on milk supply or the supply chain within the area, then we'd be willing to have a chat as well. So we don't rule anything out at all. That's great. That's a big overview of a big project. <laughs> um, what does your role involve and how do you see that changing during the five years of the project? I think um, my, my role, I think, is to sort of to, to manage the whole project and again we're, we're at an early stage I think the key thing is it's although SRUC is leading on this we have 10 um, key grant drawing partners and, and I'll, I'll just list them because again that's really interesting gives a bit of gravitas to the project but shows you what I'm doing on a daily basis so SRUC are leading it and we're also working with University of Strathclyde and University of West of Scotland I think that shows the collaborative work with research organisations, if you like, which is a positive thing. We're also one of the project leaders is a, an organisation called Census, and they are Scotland's innovation centre. And, and they work with private and public organisations of all size to de-risk and accelerate innovation and help with technology barriers as well. And then, you know, again, to add maybe a bit more meat on the bones for, for people listening to this that can get some clarification what the project is we're working with first milk lactalis kendo nutricare an organization cows and co which is appleby creamery um and they're involved in the project and then and finally um national milk records that a lot of people know nmr and then the, the, the last one which is a really interesting organization called smart stems and smart stems is an organization that is going out into schools very broadly to teach children 
um, about technology and 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 things like that, innovation, new product development, and so we're using them in this project to do that as well, so they can push dairy in a in a more positive way. So so children growing up will realise that it's not just about you know moving slurry from A to B or or putting cups on cows. That that the dairy industry is about robots. It is about technology. It is about sensors. It is about collecting data, and it's trying to sort of um, yeah make make that a bit more bit more attractive if you like. And how do you think the project um, will impact on Scotland's plans for net zero? You've obviously talked about innovation, collaboration and growth being your key themes in the project but net zero? The dairy supply chain has significant environmental impact and that's you know just think including carbon emissions, water usage, even things like plastic packaging and then more, more, more issues on farms. So I think the project has recognised these at an early date, and and a lot of the, the sort of projects we're doing within the umbrella of the of the whole project is is, is going to be dealing with that. Um, I mean, there is an imperative to transform the dairy sector to ensure long term sustainability. Um, there's there's a demand out there for zero carbon food production, efficient resource use, waste minimisation. And and again, you know, this demand pool for producing a safe, affordable, nutritious food, um, we, we we need to look at that. And I think with that, we need to we, we need to be um, competitive as well. And I think there was a great quote I was told once, and and it's absolutely right, is that um, you know a carbon efficient farm is an efficient farm. And so I think our project will will contribute to the net zero agenda by. The adoption of technologies and practices on the farm that we can then, in the short term, actually make a fundamental difference and then roll them out so there's a, there's a future legacy there. But I, I think the important thing is we, we absolutely recognise um, where we're going with this. And also, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the new Scottish Agricultural Bill that's coming. And it's very clear where Scottish government are going and very clear where, where UK government is going as well. And, and also, again, even more sort of pragmatically, you know, you're you're looking at the demands of of people like the retailers, and you're he- and you're hearing and feeling that coming through red tractor standards and and issues like that. So we we've got to under you know this whole theory of scope three, going from right to the retailer back to farm. So so we we are listening, and I would say that um, net zero is very much at the forefront of everything we do within the project. Going back to um the Scottish government's vision for agriculture do you have or do you see any other role for the project in aligning itself with what the government have put out in their vision for agriculture yeah i i think i think first of all and without saying to glib i think the project as five years and we're sort of year one into it believe it or not i think as well it's still quite adaptable and, and projects of this size and of this money can can be that as well. So I think one, one of my aims and also all these stakeholders that I'm dealing with, I think we are flexible enough to to move with what's going to come down down the railway tracks. And this, I think it's great that this is why we're working with farmers and the processors and the haulage and the, and the, the, the people in between at these stages so, so we can adapt. Again, we, we can't get beaten up by what's happening too much with external markets, things like milk price and things like that, because there's very little we can do to control that. But we must recognise that that's what's that's what's going to change where, where we are. 
But again, specifically, I think, you know, Scottish government, what, you know, the, the four pillars, if you like, of this project is to develop digital connectivity. That's number one. And that will be utilizing advanced technology and research to add value to connect the sector in, in the region. The second thing will be to stimulate research and development. Um, and that will be to provide the infrastructure and expertise to enable collaborative R&D projects. Um, and I think the key word there is collaboration. It's something I, I'm quite passionate about is maybe bringing farmers together and, and bringing farmers closer to their milk bars as well So for desired results. Again, we, we need to, and it's been recognised by Scottish Government, um, I'm not sure so much in the Ag Bill, but there, there's been a couple of... Um, sort of inquiries and forums set up there about this attraction of talent and skills. We need to showcase the industry and create opportunities for new talent um, to, to discover the range of roles within modern dairying. Again, very simplistic since since Brexit. We've seen a huge shortage of staff at, at ground level at farm. We need, we need to address that. And also, if this project is to be successful, we need at education level at Strathclyde, at, at, at SRUC. We need these universities to be developing the talent for the future. And I think that the last one, I think, and it comes back to, I particularly feel this about dairy farming in Scotland and no disrespect to other farmers, but some of the, the time that I've been through with price fluctuations and some of the things that have hit farmers is my my. If somebody said sum up a Scottish dairy farmer, I would say they are incredibly resilient people. And and the final sort of tranche of work then that I think the link up here is is this facilitate a business growth. I think the, the 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 supply chain can look at early ventures, it can scale up business, and we can work with established companies to look at new product development, to to look at process improvement. And I think that that word again, that phrase process improvement will come from Scottish Government as they change even how you know the single farm payment is changing um, about you know paying for public good and paying to meet net zero targets. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, so you've talked about the impact that the project um, could have. Can you tell us a little bit about how these groups are all going to work together and collaborate? Yeah, I, I mean, essentially, under the project, and, and again, this is this is my sort of day job. There is um, a number of work streams that we are that, that we're you know there's people as we speak be beavering away and and, and working on, um, and again, if, if very, very briefly, I, I mean, for example, and again, if, if we're thinking more about farmers here, um, one of the great things we've we've uh, about supporting product development is we have created um a, a what we're known as a makerspace in Cumbria, and we're also hopefully about to announce one in Ayrshire as well. And what this will give is producers of dairy products and dairy-based food and drink the chance to develop new products in a, a, a small-scale kitchen environment. So essentially, what that means is at Appleby Creamery in, in Cumbria. We've um, funded and strapped on a sort of NPD kitchen um, on, on this cheese plant. And anybody in Scotland, in the supply chain and in Cumbria that wants to take a brand new product, um, they can they can go into this space and free of charge will be given access to these kitchens and will be given free access to um, a, to a technician who knows how to how to um, sort of make the stuff and use the equipment. And, and, and we can work and work from there as well. Again, another another very simple thing is that um, is where we're looking at uh, I think innovation brokers, and we have um, currently 
three innovation brokers out there and they're to work alongside any business involved in the dairy sector supply chain from farmer to processor to to cheese maker ice cream hollier to anybody and if you have um, an, an innovative idea you can access an innovation voucher of up to ten thousand pound and apply for the the process and and you'll get that money that money goes direct to one of the the the, the universities and they will do the research work on the people's behalf and that again is to foster innovation and i think um the the the, the really interesting one that we're going to be opening in april is the, the project's ring fence three million pound for for a, a larger grant fund and it's for collaborative research and development grant money um and for for the region that we described earlier on and this can be for people to apply to look at things like robotics censored advanced manufacturing and there, there will be a, an announcement on that grant funding in in april and that's um some of the work we're working on as well so as we are today what is happening on the ground is there any developments within the project that you could talk to us about yeah, I, I mean, I, I've only been in the, the the job seven weeks, but there's been one one of the projects in particular that's been working um, very well and and actually achieved quite a lot. And it's really looking at the whole supply chain digitalization. Now, again, that's lots of complicated word, words, but through a lot of collaboration between the milk buyers that are the partners on it, there, there's this whole theory of of um, sort of digitalizing the whole supply chain um, to sort of drive efficiencies through it and. There's this thing called digitalization demonstrator, and again, sounds very complicated, but to easily describe. So they're they're looking at um, a a smart farm. So on the farms, we're we're putting in place sensors um, um, for data analysis and to look at things like animal welfare as well. They're also looking at transport, smart transport, and that will be about how milk stored at farm level, and also look at how the the milk's um, transported um, through a low carbon transport. And then the, the 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 other one is smart factory, and that is looking at advanced manufacturing that will help process control and also help added value products. And then the final one of these four sort of mini tranches of work that's currently happening is is what they call the smart network. And again, this is all about how we move data um, very quickly and and a lot of it, and how we transfer that data and do it securely. So. Again, sounds slightly complicated, but in the background, there is work going on looking at, you know, farm gate level, work on farm, how we move the milk, how we store the milk, and a lot of um, work in the factories to, to make the products better, and then how we share that data um, in b- between these processes. And again, I think the eventuality of that is is to make the whole supply chain more efficient, which should, fingers crossed, should um, drive down a better return right through the supply chain right back at farm gate level. Lots of things going on. So lastly, how can people find out more and get directly involved with the work going on at the Digital Dairy Chain? We've got a, a fantastic website, um, digitaldairychain.co.uk. I would go into that. That actually sums up the project very well. And, and we are, it's, it's really interesting listening and, and speaking to people. We are changing the website on an almost daily basis just to tweak the language so we get it right. So I'd go to that um, first of all. On that, you will see that will outline a lot of the projects we're doing. You'll see the information about the grant funding, and um, and I would ask people. There's a, a contact list on that, um, and to contact us directly, or or feel free to contact me directly as well. Um, and as I say again, a part of my day job just now is 
we're going out there and and spreading the word and we're having a number of really interesting discussions with with the whole supply chain in the region. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today, Stuart. SRUC's Rural Policy Centre is a knowledge hub for rural Scotland. We engage and collaborate with researchers, businesses and communities to share the latest knowledge with policymakers in Scotland. We hope you enjoyed listening today. 